Yo, alright, well, welcome to another show called The Way Home. It is Monday, it is, I don't know, it's like October, what, the 10th? No, no, it's the 15th. It's October 15th, we are looking at uh, the weekend, it's Monday, not the easiest day of the week, definitely one of the hardest. I'm your host, Steve Esposito, we're going through this really rough day. It's a really rough day. I know I already said it, I'm saying it again. It's been a, it's a rough day because not only is it just Monday, man, uh, but it's I don't have my regular headset on me, so I don't know how this is going to sound. This is a, a different headset. I think this is my wife's. I took it from her briefly because I'm trying to find mine, and I can't find mine, so it kind of screws me up. So that's, uh, that was that. So what did you do this weekend? How, how was your weekend? Let me know. Let's talk about your weekend. Oh, there's a guy. No, you go, homie. You go. You got a bunch of shit in your car. You go first. I got board games and stuff, but not as much shit as you do. Just leaving the parking lot. You know how every episode starts. It starts with a line to the green light that barely changes on time. You know, that's where it starts. So how was your weekend? I'm getting a little bit of a sore throat. Yeah, because um, I, I guess, I don't know, man. Like, is my 30, like, in my 20s, I was healthy all the time. I was always in like shape wise like physically no nah, not not good i was awful still kind of am but i was always healthy man like i wasn't really that sick i was never like gross and disgusting i'm getting pretty gross and disgusting now man like i'm always in this weird feeling of grossness where i'm like just coughing or my throat's sore or, like there's always something going on with me man every time so like i don't really know what's it I don't know what to do about it, man. I really don't. Like, the answer for it is just like, hey, drink a bunch of water and shit. And, like, I do. And it's like, drink a bunch of medicine. I I do. But now this is coming to me kind of late in the day. So please bear with me. Like, remember the first episode I was doing? I was coughing so much. I still got a little bit of a cough, but it's not as bad. But now I'm, like, really, really just, like, my throat's sore. I'm not feeling good. I don't think it'll make it to work tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe tomorrow's episode won't happen. Or maybe I'll just do it and I'll just sit in my living room and kind of talk to you guys about shit. Maybe that'll that'll do it. I don't I really don't take sick days, man. I get really nervous about taking sick days. Like I legitimately fear taking sick days because it's not because of like oh, I just don't want to miss work. I fucking love to miss work. I I don't need to work 40 hours a week. I like the money, but I don't need to work 40 hours a week. I could take a sick day. But I just, I hate, like, calling and be like, hey, I can't come in. And at this job that I'm at right now, they made it even easier. It's, seriously, the job, they're like, okay, um, just text us. I could just text you that I'm sick? Yeah. I don't have to talk to anyone? Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. That's really cool. So, like... You know, that that's an awesome thing to do. I'm just going to do that. I'm just... I'm going to send a message tomorrow morning. And just be like, hey, I'm not coming in. My throat sucks. And everything's all messed up. Because it is. And I, I really need a mental health day, man. I have been doing so much shit. I have been so busy doing things. I never really set any time for myself. Like, you know, we, we just got back from Salem. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. But I really... I haven't had any time to myself, man. It, it's been rough... 
I, I kind of want to just sit around and do nothing for a day. I want to work on Copper Piece Podcast. I need, I need a little bit of time for that, man. I just haven't had it, and it kind of sucks, and I hate it. So there's that. Um, I'm expecting some changes in my life to happen soon, relatively soon. I'm hoping. Nope, nope, nope. This guy in the Mercedes is trying to get in front of me. That's that's a dangerous time to get in front of me, man. We're like, we're not moving, really. And you just got to take up the lane. Oh, man, I hate people. I hate drivers. Of course, it's a Mercedes, too, because, you know, at least she used a blinker. I'll give her credit for that. So it was a he, it's a she. Whatever. I'm not playing to the stereotypes that you want me to play to. I'm sorry. That's just not the person I am. So, let's really get into it, man. Let's talk about the weekend. I asked you to talk about yours. Hit me up with that. How was your weekend? Now, if you follow me on any social media, Facebook, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't follow me on Facebook. But Instagram and Twitter... At Agitated Stove, find me on both of those. Because when I went to Salem, I ran into the one, the only Ben Schwartz. And if you don't know who that is, then you're the worst. Yes, Ben Schwartz is known infamously for his role in Parks and Recreation as John Motherfucking Ralphio Saberstein. John Ralphio Saberstein. Uh, if you don't watch the show, I, I'm sorry, because the show is hilarious. The show's amazing, and Ben Schwartz plays this really off-the-wall character called John Ralphio, who's really obnoxious. He says a bunch of things, and he's got a sister who's equally obnoxious, who comes in later in the series as well. And his character is the best friend of Tom Haverford, and it's he, Ben Schwartz kills it. Best, one of the best characters in any show of like not the main characters but definitely like second tier character he's there, he's second tier character one of the best characters ever there's a shirt of him like yelling like the three wolf shirt like howling at the, at the moon it's like that but of you know Sean <laughs> Ralphio and I gotta, I gotta get it man I gotta get that shirt um, but yeah I met him for like 30 seconds and it was awesome. I've been having a good time this month meeting people, man. First, I meet this one guy at Comic-Con, which, by the way, at Comic-Con, I told my wife and my brother I should just lose a lot of weight and then cosplay as Jean Ralphio next year and tell people their costumes are the worst. Awful idea. I think it's really bad. Um, but I want to do that. And um, now that I met him, I feel like I'm obligated to do so. So I am going to start... Uh, the countdown to NYCC weight-wise. I think I'm going to start that. Not today. I got a meeting today after work with some folks. Might be starting something up. We'll see what happens. Uh, details on that will come way down the road. Way, way, way down the road. Uh, but back on this, I met Ben Schwartz, and he was an excellent dude. And I'm going to set the scene for you, such as he would do as John Ralphio. Um, oh, and before I even say the story, he's not just Sean Ralphio, man. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's been on Comedy Bang Bang as, as himself, but he plays like, these made, like this character of him with this weird sense of betrayal of himself. Por- portrayal, not betrayal. Uh, he was also a voice consultant with Bill Hader for the character BB-8 in Star Wars. Like, how awesome is that, man? Also weird, 
like, yeah, I know BB-8 beeps and stuff, but they're like, him and Bill Hader work together to get that character to where it is. I would love to interview both of them on that position. So, let's fast forward to, uh, to this now. Let, let's go back. Or, yeah, I said fast forward and then back. Uh, so, I'm standing at, we, we just get to Salem. Like, we woke up a little late. We're like, oh, okay, let's go now. We all get dressed. I was watching a show called The Guest Book. Pretty fucking funny. I like it. Speaking that, like, now the office is off and there's nothing that's going to be funnier than that to me. You know, whatever. Uh, so we, we all get ready. We go down there. We park. It was fucking horrible finding parking. We found it. We found parking. Then, after we found parking, um, you know, we walk down to the square. And, of course, what happens when you're with a couple of ladies? And I'm sorry. But they all got to use the bathroom, you know, typical joke. Ha ha ha, always got to use the bathroom, whatever. So they got to use the bathroom. We're trying to find a place. We find this really awesome place, and it's cold for once. It's cold outside, and I love the cold. I got my air conditioning on right now. So it's cold out. I'm like, all right, cool. I decide that I am going to um, wait outside in the cold, and I'm kind of like, like people watching. I love people watching. I love people watching so much because, like, like you really get this idea of what's around you. And it's funny sometimes. Like, yeah, people are walking around and stuff. But it's funny to see some people interact, especially when, like, couples are there. And they're so mad at each other, but they're not showing anyone. Like, they'll just, run, just leave me alone. And, like, they, they just look so mad. And then you're just kind of watching them. Man, I feel bad for that guy. That's going to suck. And I feel bad for her because she's going through some crazy shit, too. Like, you know, it could be either way. I don't know who's mad at who for what or more mad at each other, but it's funny to watch to me. So I'm people watching, and my brother-in-law walks out, and he's like, oh, so, like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know, man. Are they, uh, are they, are we staying here to eat? Are we walking out? And like, no, 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 they'll be out in a second. So they all start coming out. And as, I, as I'm talking to them, I see out of the corner of my eye, this guy, he looks pretty tall. And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, that's fucking John Ralphio. That's Ben Schwartz. That's motherfucking Ben Schwartz. And I tell him, I'm like, yo, fuck, there's Ben Schwartz. And they're like, the people I'm with, they're like, nah, nah, that's not him. And I'm like, no, that's, that's him. I'm really good with faces. That's him. That's the guy. So we start kind of tailing him. Like, I'm sorry, stalkerish, but at this point, I hate to be proved wrong. And I'm not about to be proved wrong. So I go and follow him. And they're following me, and they're like, no way, that's not him. And now he's got his hood up, he put his hood up. He probably heard me yelling, and he put his hood up, like, don't fucking follow me, man. Um, and I feel bad, I really do. Uh, but I, I, I was very driven by how angry I was and how right I needed to be at this point in time. So he stops in front of a burger place, he's with a girl. I'm not gonna say anything more than that about that. That's his own life, whatever. I'm not about to be the guy who blows a whistle on shit or whatever. Doesn't want a public or anything. I don't, I don't fucking know. It's none of my business. This part is my business. He stops in front of a burger place. I'm like, fuck yeah. Also, by the way, he's being followed by cops. So I think, like, he's a high-profile dude. And then he stops and the cops just kept on going. So I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. No one knows he's here. So I get up to him. And I kind of lean in a little bit. I, I follow him. I stop him. I'm like... Sir, and everyone's behind me, like really far back. I go, Sir, are you Ben Schwartz? And he goes, 
yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. And I, I take my hand, I put it to my mouth, I'm like, I'm trying to keep calm and not make a scene because I'm I'm pretty sure he goes around, he doesn't want people knowing who he is. You know, he has a hood up here. I'm like, listen, I just want to say, big fan of your work. And I'm like, I, you're fucking amazing. I don't know if I said that, I was thinking that. I'm like, you're fucking amazing. And then my wife comes over and she's like, holy shit, it's really him. I'm like, yeah. And then like, I shake his hand for a second. It was awesome. It's got a good handshake, I'll say that. My wife goes, can we take a quick picture? He goes, yeah, sure, no problem. We get a selfie with them. Throw that motherfucker everywhere. It was so cool. And then I'm like, thanks a lot, man. Take it easy. Like, have a good life. It was, I'm shaking talking about it now. And you know what's funny? Like, we did a bunch of shit on that trip. And, like, that's still the best part of that trip. I was so like, oh, man. I forgot this trip was even happening. To, like, holy shit, I just met John Alfio. I just met Ben Schwartz. It's so fucking cool. And I told my brothers right away. And I sent them the picture. They were so mad. Threw it on Facebook. Everyone was like, what? It was awesome. It was one of my favorite things in life. It, it, you know, man. Like, when you meet someone like that, and he's such a cool dude. And like I said, I follow him on everything. I follow his career. He's He's an awesome guy, man. It was just awesome to have... 30 seconds with this one guy, man. And I, maybe in the future, something will happen while being in the same room with him. I can actually have like a full blown conversation. I don't think I could, like, I mean, I love, com- I love doing comedy. I love, uh, I love acting, doing bits and shit. I love improv. But man, I don't, I don't know. I have what it takes to be a celebrity like that, man. To do some work and have someone come up to me like that. Only, I, I don't know, man, because like, I'm always like nervous. Like, oh my god, like, I hold this person in such high regard, high respect. Like, what, like, I, I you know, someone's got to be nervous if they ever came up to me for something. So it's like, you know, it's weird. But man, like, it, he was really cool. And uh, that was the highlight of that trip for me. The down, the down stuff, man. There was nothing really bad. Take a, I can't really take anything away from that trip. We stayed at this Airbnb. It was a little shady. It was a town outside of Boston. And, uh, you know, we stayed there for two nights. We got there, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. We stayed there. Woke up the next day a little late. Like I said, we went into Boston. And after that, you know, I was kind of shaking. My wife was a little shaken. And we are trying to find a place to eat at this point because we're both starving. Whoa, what the fuck is that guy doing? So I'm a little starving. That guy's definitely a cop. That guy's definitely a cop. I'm going to slow it down a little bit. It's an undercover car. He's got the little thing out. So, um, so we're looking around for food now. And as we're looking around, like, you know, we're just a little picky. Salem is, is weird. Salem is a really big town in general. But then when you... But then, like, the real heart of Salem, like, the real nitty-gritty stuff, man, is, like, a very small area. It's not as big as I was thinking. It's still big. It's still a big city. But it's small. It's small. Like, the real happenings are in a couple of block radius. You know, it, it, you, you'll, you'll walk around different things, and you kind of lose track of where you're walking. So it kind of makes it feel a little bit bigger. But it's all, like, brickwork. Everything is brickwork. The walls of buildings, uh, it's all exposed brickwork. The ground is all cobblestone and brickwork. You know, all messed up and 
hoping that you trip on it, you know, because that's what bricks do. They hope that you trip on them. It's a lot of stuff is, um, you know, it's all over the place. So we're trying to find a place to eat and everywhere is packed. One to two hour wait. We're like, oh, that sucks. You know, where, where are we going to eat? So luckily enough, we find this one place that says like, hey, you know, come eat here. We're like, all right, cool, you know. So we, we go up to the dude and we're like, hey, how long is the wait here at the Salem Hotel? And he's like, well, if you want to eat on the roof, you know, that's uh, that, that's open. That's like 15 minutes. So we're like, let's eat on the rooftop bar. That's fucking cool. Let's do that. So we go up to the rooftop bar and it's like a lounge area. It's not too bad. It's pretty good. Got a nice view. Excuse me. Got a nice view of everything around us, which I appreciated. It's also not like awful. The weather's pretty clear. You know, a little cloudy. Took a nice little picture of that. Threw that up there. Don't like it as much as the Ben Schwartz photo, but whatever. I got to kind of like lower it, lower it down a little bit. So, um, you know, we've got a nice view of, air, of the area. And we all order these like chicken burritos, which are more like chicken wraps, but you know, whatever. I'm not the judge. So order these chicken wraps, and then the ladies decide that they're going to order this drink called the Fog Cutter. Fog, F-O-G, Cutter. Now the guy, oh, I'm sorry, the waitress, she's like, just now it's a $60 drink. 60 bucks. And they're like, oh, like, that serves multiple people. That's good for everyone. Everyone can have a drink out of this thing, right? So... You know, the waitress comes over and she goes, okay, we need a credit card for this drink, you know, in case you guys try to steal the container. And we're like, what? And she goes, yeah, it's served in a copper pineapple. And we're like, get the fuck out of here. Really? A copper pineapple? Like, nah, 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 nah. So, you know, they order the drink anyway. They put it on the credit card. uh, And like a good 20 minutes goes by. The food comes out. And this fucking monstrous pineapple, monstrous metal pineapple comes out of nowhere. It sat down on the table. And we're like, what the fuck is this thing? And you open it up and there's a bunch of flowers and it's it's all these different drinks. And we're like, all right, this is going to be tropical as shit. Yo, I kid you not. They all poured glasses. We all had a little bit and we took a little sip and it was like fucking rubbing alcohol. It was so bitter. It was so strong. It was literally... There's no flavoring to it. It's literally just a, a metal bowl with a bunch of alcohol poured into it. It was crazy. It tasted so... It wasn't good. I tell you, if one person drank that, you'd be dead. You'd be dead. There's no way you'd live. So we had to order some pineapple juice just to make it a little bit sweeter because that shit was hard. So I drank some more of that pineapple juice. Not the pineapple juice, but like the pineapple drink as a whole. I drank a little bit more of it. Wasn't bad. Kind of liked it. I got no qualms or complaints about it. Especially after the juice was added to it, man. I'm a big liquor guy. That was too much liquor. That was that was way too heavy. That is by far the strongest drink I've ever had in my life. Also, pineapple, if someone would have take it, taken it... They were going to charge the car 200 bucks. So I was like, that's insane. Cool pineapple, but that's insane. So what I did is I Googled it. How much is that pineapple really? Pineapple at Nordstrom, 60 bucks. Can't beat that. I don't think that's bad. 
$60 pub, like metal copper pineapple. I, okay, that, that's, that's not bad. I'll probably just buy one myself. I'm really not going to drink out of it. You know, I might, just, I might just do that as a Christmas gift to them. Just buy them a copper pineapple, you know, that kind of remnants of the trip we once had. That would be cool. I'll do that. Um, yeah, so that's, that's that, man. That, that, was, that was probably another highlight of the trip. That was the second highlight for me. That was the first highlight for everyone who didn't know who Ben Schwartz is. Sorry, I'm just going to talk about that all day. I'm going to talk about that all, all, all day. Um, so, like, after we got down and everyone was kind of in the stupor, we were kind of, like, in this thing of, like, where do we go next? So we found this place called the Witch's Dungeon. Uh, so it, it's a, it was, it's weird. It's a show and kind of like a walkthrough area. We, don't, we learned a lot about Salem, man. Learned a lot about stuff. We learned a lot about the witch trials, which they were not, you know, I can't breathe. It's weird. I got like a lot of mucus build up. Glad you know that. So they have the Salem witch trials. Learned a lot about that. Learned a lot about different people involved. The youngest person to be tried in the Salem Witch Trials was four years old. That's fucking crazy. Learned that. We learned about, like, all the people involved, all the, all the quote-unquote players. And we learned a lot about, like... And, you know, when, everyone, when they were teaching us all about these things, about who the characters are, I mean, these people in history, they're not really characters, but people portrayed them, they were characters, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to find my way. I'm trying to legitimize my thought process here. Anyway, so we had these people, they, like, straight, like, they were just telling us everything about it. And, like, we went to the, we're at the witch's dungeon place, and they told us that, like, they found one, but, you know, they had to rip it down, but they saved a bunch of stuff, and they brought it there. They brought it to the new place, and they recreated what it was like there. So, they gave us a little show of, like, what it was like being tried cute. It was good. Act, you know, some actors are really good, man. They're not major people. You know, they're not as big as, like, Clooney or something. But there's some actors out there who do some independent work like that, and it's great. You know, they did a really good job. I appreciated that. They really got into character. 10-10. Would watch again. And then after the show, um, it was nice on improv, because the one woman who was actually explaining stuff to us, there's this baby crying in the room, and she's like, okay, you can now go downstairs, uh, all of you, including the ones who are more tired or something along the lines of that. I'm not, I'm fucking it up. I heard it once, okay? It's, you know, I didn't practice it. So, you know, we go downstairs and they told us all about it. And we go down there, we're walking around. And there was like, um, they showed us the different cells. There was a beam from the original place in 1692. That they, uh, they were able to salvage. And they, they have it sitting in the thing. So it's cool touching a piece of wood that's like 400 years old. And then they, um, they, they showed us what it was like to be, man, we, didn't, we weren't tortured, obviously, but they showed us like the areas, what, what they would do and stuff and all the different things that they would, they would go through. And it was, it was menacing, man, the torture that these people endured. And it's, and it's really weird because the, the witch trials, how they were, was that they started out with like, oh, that person put a spell on this person, and now it's like, he, all this stuff. They're Puritans, so they highly believed, like, you know, they, they, they really believed in this shit. Like, really, 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 really believed in it. 
That's like, you know, 300 years ago was crazy. So, a bunch of, like, and a lot of people died that had a mass grave. And I'm like, dude, it was messed up. It was so messed up, like, really learning about it. Um, so, you know, it was, we learned about these things called coffin cells, which are tiny, tiny jail cells. And you're chained to a wall. You really can't sit down. And they showed us rooms like that. It was, ah, it was awful. There was family rooms. There was, like, family prison rooms where you're entire Because if you were a witch, chances are I ran through your family. So they were, like, really careful about that. They're like, yo, we got to make sure no witches are around here. So it was fucked up, man. There's John Corwin, who was the sheriff, who was the guy taking people. He's also doing messed up stuff in his own house. Then we got to learn about uh, Guile, John Giles, who is a guy who got pressed to death at the age of 82. You know, he, he, and like that whole story, and like three years later after that happened, Corwin died of this blood disease. And, and as Jay Giles, the only other word, he never said anything. He never pleaded, none of that stuff. Um, the only words he ever said was when they were putting the, the board on his chest, putting rocks on him, was more weight. The guy was a badass. Then, apparently, the only other words he said was uh, that he, uh, <laughs> he cursed Corwin. And all of Salem. So, by a Yale University, did a, by Yale standards and their ways of they do, them doing studies, ever since that happened, every sheriff in town has died from the same disease. So it's like crazy. So like, how do we solve this? They ended up taking the sheriff's department and moving it just outside of Salem, and nothing ever happened after that. That's crazy, man. You have a sheriff and they're just dying from the same shit for years and years. And everything's consistent. That's crazy. Like, that's, that's way too, like, you know. Dude, that's like. I, I, it's too much of a coincidence. You know? That's straight up paranormal shit right there. And, like, it, it's paranormal. And it's just like, it's so. It's like one of those things where it's just like, it's too much to be a chance. You know? They all got the same disease. Um. A part of that, our, our experience is going on a ghost tour, sort of speak, you know. We didn't see any ghosts or anything, but they showed us the different areas where paranormal, paranormal activity were known to be found. We went to the graveyard. We went to a couple of houses. And uh, we, the, one, the one thing, we went to the original place where uh, Giles was pressed. But, you know, there's a house on top of there, so, you know, not much of that. Um, but apparently there's a lot of different stories, and a lot of it's factual. So it makes me really think a lot about, you know, the afterlife and things like that. So that's really interesting. Um, the other thing, too, it really makes me think of the whole witch trial. Because it started out as, like, okay, you know, that, we're going to try that person because they're different from... like. It became like a thing where it's like they're different from society, so we need to get rid of them. That person's a minority. We need to get rid of them. How do we do that? You know, just say they're a witch, and then like some of the cutback. Because what happens is what when they when you accuse someone else of being a witch, the government just took all your shit. They took everything from you: your money, your land, all that stuff, and they divided it up amongst themselves. So it became like a really good way. To just get a lot of stuff. You want a lot of money? Oh yeah, and you're supposed to send it to the king. Because remember, this is Puritan days. 
It's way before 1776. And before all that stuff really happened, they're like, you know, before America became America, you know, they had to give some kickback to the king. And of course, it never made it there. You know, so they just took it from themselves. They took all the money, they took all the land, they took everything themselves, leaving people dead and doing whatever they can to get what they wanted. Of course, it totally came around to bite them in the ass. And so, like, you know, I think about that with the current political climate. Whenever someone says, you know, here we go, I'm going to talk about politics briefly. When someone's like, this is a witch hunt. Nah, man, that ain't a witch hunt. You're still getting away with shit. You're still doing fucked up things and getting away with it. Like, it was a witch trial, man. They would have taken you. They would have taken your land. They would have taken your money. They would have taken everything. That's not happening. You're still in power. Go fuck yourself. You're not... This isn't no witch trial. (coughs) See him coughing again. I blame the weather. Change of it. And the fact that I'm so mucusy. I gotta get some mucinex. Good thought, though, right? So, yeah. I mean, I... It's kind of eye-opening to see these things. And the ghost tour really put a lot of it into perspective about how evil, you know, those people were. They abused and used the system to fuck over other people, especially poor people, too. And it was very horrifying. Very sad to listen to. Hearing about the death of a four-year-old girl and having to live through that whole thing. Actually, she grew... She, I remember the story. She was tried at four. She didn't die at four. She died at 15. You know, penniless on the side of the street. And it's, it's really sad stuff, man. And now their ghosts are haunting all this shit. Giles' ghost is, ha- is haunting the area. And apparently his ghost, if you see it, you know, bad, it's an omen. Bad things are about to happen. Anytime he's been reported seen, usually there's a serial killer on the loose. You know, usually there's like, apparently the fire, there was a f- gigantic fire that took over Salem. And that was, um, you know, that wasn't good at all. But apparently, and the only reason why people know about this is because it was on record. The police have a record of this old man being seen in the graveyard. And that was Giles. Boom. Everything goes on fire. Crazy, crazy shit. So all in all, it was a good weekend. I mean, it really got me thinking about a lot of different things. It got me to react to to different things. Seeing Ben Schwartz was a big reaction in my life. (laughs) But, you know, it's... It was a nice trip. It was a good weekend. The worst part of it was definitely the car ride. Six hours there and back. We hit up a Cracker Barrel on the way home. And that kind of... I don't know, man. I don't know if I... Like, do we just hold Cracker Barrel to such a high regard? Is that what it is? Because I don't, I don't know. I really don't think I like Cracker Barrel. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I really, I really don't think I like Cracker Barrel. And I gave it a shot a couple times. Like, oh, their, their food's so good. Nah, man, it's just that we don't have one. Sonic was so good until we got that. Now we got two of them. Dairy Queen was like, oh, it's so good. Then we got one. Now we're over it. And it happens all the time on Long Island. There's too many people with some money and not enough experience. Like, if we get a jack-in-the-box, I think I think it's going to be hit like crazy, man. Apparently, we're supposed to be getting our own Cracker Barrel, but I just don't see... I don't know. I don't care for it. I really, I really don't. 
I had subpar pancakes with some like peach topping. I love my peach topping. It was subpar. It was it was okay. And I don't know, man. That, that's kind of where I'm at. I got nothing really to rank on today besides the fact that my throat's not doing great. And somehow I managed this really short conversation. I felt like I didn't... I, I don't know, man. This drive was really quick. I'm going to look at my phone. It's going to say 38 minutes. I thought it was a really quick ride. Also, I don't know what else happened over the weekend because I was stuck in, like, this, this place. I was stuck in Salem. Which, once again, good place to visit. You know, there's a lot of people around. You'll be waiting for food if you want to go. Also, if you go next time, you might not see Ben Schwartz. So, I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that to, like, to be like a part of like, oh, that's a part of your experience. Your experience is you get to meet John Ralphio. That's not a part of it. But it was it was a very good time. I enjoyed myself immensely. You know, it, it's kind of upsetting when I think about trips and the fun I had. Because then it'll be like, yeah, I complained about like the drive. And then like, you know, in a week from now, I'm going to be like, man, I kind of missed... Going to Salem, I, you know, that was a really good trip. Sometimes I forget that I should probably live in the moment. Also, like, sometimes I forget that this guy has a blinker on. Is he turning? What's going on? Now he's going straight. I should, good thing I waited. So, that that's kind of where I leave you guys. Salem was a good trip. I'm, I'm waiting for the next one. Uh, next month we're going to uh, Games Done Quick. There's some other things happening in my life, apparently, that, are, that I'm going to talk to you about as well. Some changes are happening, as far as I'm told today. And I think I'm going to call it sick tomorrow, just because I'm not feeling well and, and stuff. So maybe no episode tomorrow. Like I said, I don't know if, it, if I'm going to have one or if I'm not. I got to see what's going on. Anyway, I am home now. I will see slash talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Thank you for listening again. This has been The Way Home. Oh, 34 minutes. All right, see you guys later.